Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. I'm Mike Hyatt. This is the Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, it's another Craft Distillery Monday. And uh, we've got another non-big boy. Um, I like big boys, too. But I think I like to mix it up a little bit. Well, you got to give love across the nation, right? And there's a lot of distilleries out there that are popping up or they've been around for quite some time and their whiskey's coming of age. You know, some of it's super delicious, so we can find some diamonds really out there. Absolutely. What do you have for us today? Well, from the Cleveland Whiskey Company, your home state, right? That's Ohio. Right. Um, my good friend Steve Johnson, he gave me this bottle a couple months ago, I think. Um, I saw it in his truck. Me and him were hanging out down in Barstown, and he showed it to me, and I was like, hmm, you got a weed of bourbon. I got to have that thing, man. <laughs> He's like, well, I'll just give it to you. And I actually was cleaning up around the house, and I pushed it back inside the cabinet, and it kind of got lost for a little bit. So I kind of owe Steve because he kept asking me, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And I was like, I think I lost that bottle. Um, but I, other day I went in the cabinet, was peeking around, and I found it. And I was like, okay, we got to get this thing on the show. This is Cleveland Whiskey Companies. It's called Wheat Penny. It's got a big 1958 Wheat Penny on it. And it's actually, if you look at the top of the cork, Jim, Yep. what's on the top of the cork? It's a real Wheat Penny. Wheat's facing up. Yeah. Um, that is pretty cool. That is really cool. Now, the last year that the Wheat Penny came out was 1958. That was the first year that uh, NASA was uh, formed that year. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of stuff was happening in America in 1958. Sure. Well, the first Wheat Penny came out in 1909. And before that, it was the Indian Head Penny. And you've probably seen a few of those. Sure. Yeah. 1909, Abraham Lincoln finally made it on a coin. Probably one of the more valuable wheat pennies, if you're a coin collector, is to get that 1909 with uh, designer's initials on the back. It's well, called you, a VDB. You think this is 1909 on here? I'm doubting that they're going to stick a valuable wheat penny on there. So there's a there's a number of years that are extremely valuable. And uh, yeah, you're going to have a hard time. So the date's going to be obscured because it's on the face of the penny. You've got the tail showing. But... It would be VDB right at the bottom, the three letters. Very hard to see. We might have to dig this thing off here. (laughs) (laughs) So every bottle gets a wheat penny, they said, until the pennies run out. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I think it's cool. Now, this is a 94-proof bourbon right here. And, of course, Jim, what do you think I like this thing so much? got a lot of wheat in it. It does got a lot of wheat. We said the other day that we thought that Old Elk might have had the highest – Wheat content, but this right here, if I don't know if theirs was 44%, this one's 51% corn, 45% rye, and 4% malted barley. You can't go much lower on the malted barley and, and still get that enzyme action. Yeah, this is uh, that's a lot of wheat. It is. Now, this is a finished bourbon, so it's bourbon whiskey finished with black cherry and toasted oak wood. Now, Without having the full description here, I'm going to assume that toasted oak is, they're probably putting toasted oak staves in, in the finishing tank, maybe. Yep. And black cherry's a wood, if if I'm correct. So they're probably just putting black cherry wood in there. 
and that that's the way I read it too. This is non-age stated and this non-disclosed uh, distillery. I'm not positive that Cleveland Whiskey Company is making them themselves. Uh, it's some awful dark whiskey though. It does say bottled, bottled and finished by them. Finished yes. and bottled by them. Uh, and it doesn't say straight bourbon whiskey on it. Just says bourbon whiskey. So uh, with all the legality and everything that goes into labeling, this could be in and out of oak in a day. For all we oh, know, it's dark. I don't know how it they get that day. Dark, dark whiskey. This is every bit as dark as I would say it's as dark as an old Forster nineteen ten, or close to it. Maybe pretty, not quite. Pretty close, yeah, but close. Well, heck, let's uh, let's check it out. Let's check it out. All right. It's got a pretty decent nose on it. Little bit of. Uh, Sort of a subtle chemical note to it. Mm-hmm. It might be the it might be the youth, a little bit of the youth of the whiskey showing through. I'm wondering if that's that 45 percent wheat. It just gives that nose. And I was thinking a couple other weeded bourbons that I've had that have that type of nose on it and stuff. Nice though. It's got a little bit of richness to it. I'm getting a lot of oak in this. Um, Especially knowing that it's finished in that toasted oak. I, I'm going to say that I'm I'm feeling like this might be a bit sweet on the palate. Probably. Only one way to find out. Little hints of a little smoke coming off of that, right? Um, and a little bit of fruit on that. Maybe some dark fruit. I know you always like to stay uh, stewed fruit. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> I do get that, though. Uh Maybe some cooked down plums or something on this. It is a little bit darker, a little bit richer. I think uh, I'm so far. I'm intrigued by it. I'm kind of looking forward to the taste and see if it is as sweet as I think it might be. Now this thing costs thirty seven ninety nine is what the retail price goes for. Um, so we'll see. Pretty reasonable. Well, cheers, cheers. That sweetness. You're right. Yep. Spot on. Yep. Got some spice to it, though. It does have some spice, and it's got a little bit of that uh, that sort of tannic, a little bit of tannic, like a dryness to it. Like you touched your tongue to a penny? Yeah, like you touch your tongue. Yeah, like you touch your tongue to a penny. <laughs> <laughs> but not the copper part of it. <laughs> um Pretty nice. Uh, it kind of it kind of mellows as it goes back. It, it introduces a nice little hug, not too overpowering. I am getting that that tannic coming out now. That dryness, that oh, just a tad bit of bitterness, like a Granny Smith apple. I get a lot of toffee on this, is what I get. Yeah, it's got a very nice mid palate on it. I like it. Uh, the second sip. Um, a little bit more, a little bit of sizzle. Um, you start seeing it's got a little bit of depth to it. Sort of the finishing woods on it, I think, have had a big effect on it. Not a lot up front, but that initial sweetness was nice. I think that's that toasted oak. Sure. I think a Heath candy bar with that toffee. This is an interesting bourbon for a wheat. With an undisclosed age, if I had to, if I had to guess what the age of this was, I would probably say three years. You maybe, think so? Maybe four. 
Yeah. I would hope it would be something like that, and it's not like But if not, they've done a wonderful job in their finishing uh, to hide the age of this whiskey. You know what? That's the only thing I could dig on this thing on is that they didn't put an age on here. That would be nice to know. It would be nice, but the fact that they didn't call it a straight means that they're telling you it's under two years old. Sure. So I would say the the blending and the finishing of this whiskey was uh, it's well-crafted. Because if it is under two years old, they've done a darn good job of making it um, enjoyable. Well, I got to say, it it is not too bad. Um, I'm quite shocked by it. I think it has that medium finish that I'm looking for. Is this the best weeded bourbon I've ever had in my life? No way. No way. Not even close. No. Um, Would I buy it again? If I'm from that Cleveland area, if I'm from Ohio, um, if I'm a penny collector, um, I'd probably buy it. If I just... The guy that has to have every weeded bird on the face of the earth, which I am, um, yeah, I'm going to buy it. I'd like to see that sweetness prevail a little bit more in it, I think. Uh, like, it, it's it's very soft up front, which is what you expect from a wheat. And you do get that initial wash of sweetness across the front, but then it kind of goes away, and it becomes a back-of-the-mouth whiskey. Um, I would expect a little bit more on the front. So I would say for a wheat, for for a weeder, it's probably a little unbalanced. What do you think? I think you're right on that. There, I would want that more caramel, more um, that more syrup, maple syrup coming through. I would like to see that. Um, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Like when I drink Weller 107, I'm thinking that in my mind. Hey, this is the greatest weeded bourbon on the face of the earth. Or we're drinking Maker's Mark cast strength. Um, Still $20 cheaper than the cast drink. I think it drinks a little hotter than 94 proof. It seems to. It does. And yeah. I think that, you know, it's that back end that kind of, but the hug doesn't continue to get worse and worse. It just sort of settles in. I think that uh, if they could find a little bit more up for us up front, maybe that'll come with a little bit more age. If this is truly under two years, uh, which we have to assume at the moment because of the way it's labeled, uh, I would say, fantastic job finishing this whiskey and blending it because you have managed to uh, mask much of the youth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't find a whole lot wrong with this bottle. Um, I'd probably like to um, because it's a weeder and I expect a lot out of wheat, but hey, hats off to you guys for trying something new, being innovative um i've never seen a black cherry wood before in a bourbon ever i I don't know about you i'd like to know i'd like to no i haven't and and i'd like to know i'd like to see the before and after comparison of with and without black cherry to see what that you know the contribution is from that wood i'm not familiar enough with it i know it's great to cook with right well i think so cherry wood is great to cook with it's uh great to smoke with is what we're talking about it gives that more of a soft smoke out is what it gives. I like to use it for like smoking pork or smoking fish or something like that. How does it fare in bourbon? I'm not positive. Like you said, we'd have to find out. Maybe we'll have to reach out to Cleveland Whiskey Company and, and check them out. I still got to say thanks, Steve, for uh, giving me this bottle right here. Thanks, Steve. Um, we appreciate it. We, we do appreciate it. And we're going to share it with you when you come back. Uh, and you know, hey, um, you can always come over our house and share bourbon with us. 
All right. Well, Mike, where can people find us on the internet? Well, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, all over the place. Heck, if you can't find us on the internet, just come to uh, Shelby County. You'll find us. I, I mean, I know for a fact when you go to Google and type The Bourbon Road, you get four or five pages of us at least. Just popping up all over Click the place. Click on something. Good Lord. That's a whole bunch of ugliness. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a private Facebook group called The Bourbon Roadies. Uh, it's uh, 2,300 like-minded people, friends, good people, like hanging out, drinking whiskey, talking about whiskey, taking pictures of whiskey, announcing family events, life events. Yeah. Pretty great. Pretty great group of people. Yeah. The only things we don't do in there, uh, we don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religion. We don't talk about social issues. You got to be 21 to enter. You got to love bourbon. That's a, a must right there. Right. And who doesn't love bourbon? Because if they say they don't like bourbon, it, does it let them in? It still lets I them in. I don't think it does. It does automatically. Well, if you, the, the, we get to review those answers, right? If you just drink White Claw, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if you're going to be able to come on in with us. I don't know if you're going to fit in. Um, so do those things. Uh, the other thing we do is it says, do you agree to play nice? Because we don't tolerate any rudeness. Um, we just want everybody to, from the bottom of the shelf to the top of the shelf, if somebody wants to pick up a craft distillery bottle like Wheat Penny here from Cleveland Whiskey Company, we want them to be able to do that and post that photo and be proud of their their success and their bourbon journey. So uh, come on in and join us. Um, and if you're from Cleveland, Ohio, and you haven't had Wheat Penny, grab a bottle, jump on the bourbon roadies, take a picture of it, let us know you're around. Yeah, most definitely. So, Jim, we're going to be at two events coming up, right? Right after this, right here, matter of fact. Um, we will be at the TB Rippy House in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky on the 21st of October at 6.30. Tickets for that are $35. You can go to the tbrippyhome.com, buy your tickets for that event. Come listen to us talk. We're going to be talking about the bourbon boom and how social media and new media formats like podcast have affected that bourbon boom. Uh, and they have affected it without a doubt. Most certainly. Um, you can come drink some whiskey with us. We're going to have two of our favorites. Wild Turkey 101 will be there. Weller will be there. Um, they put W.L. Weller, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's the case. We're going to have a full house. <laughs> we'll have a full house. We'll also have whiskeys from Wilderness Trail, their high rye bourbon and their weeded bourbon. Come out, listen to me and Jim talk. Uh, it'll be a great night. Eat some more d'oeuvres. Eat some more d'oeuvres. Spend a good night. And then yep. go back to your hotel room. And the next day, we'll see you out at the VIP auction in Frankfort, Kentucky for bourbon on the banks. You can go to bourbononthebanks.org. Check out that. Tickets for that night is $100, but you get an opportunity to bid on special bottles from Buffalo Trace. Who knows what's going to be there? Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of big names in the crowd wandering around, shaking hands. be a great place to to meet a few distillery owners, a few uh, master distillers. Brent Elliott from Four Roses will be there. I know for a fact uh, he told me he'd see me that night, and uh, Shane Baker from Wilderness Trail will be there, so come check us out for that event. We'll also be at Bourbon on the Banks in the Bourbon Road Lounge, sponsored by Woodenville Whiskey Company on the 23rd. You can buy your tickets for that event 
like I said, on bourbononthebanks.org. Tickets are $65. Come hang out with us. If you're a roadie that wants to hang out with us, help us out, uh, help us set up, do whatever, get a hold of me. Uh, probably the easiest way, like Jim has always said, is on Instagram. Uh, so come so come hang out with us. All right. Well, we do two shows a week. We do a short episode like we're doing today, uh, about 15 to 20 minutes, where we dive into an expression like we did today with uh, Wheat Penny Finished Bourbon. We also have a longer episode every Wednesday where we'll spend about an hour and we'll We'll dive a little bit deeper into a subject, a few expressions. We'll have a guest on the show. It'll last about an hour. It'll get you to work and home. We hope you listen to both episodes every week. We also want to make sure that you know when a new episode's coming out and how do they know. Well, you got to scroll on up to the top of your app. You'll see a check mark, a plus mark, a subscribe, whatever app you're using. Hit that button on there. It'll tell you, hey, these two jokers got a new show coming out. You'll hear that ding. Um, you can even tell Alexa, hey, play the Bourbon Road and subscribe to that. Amazon Music on there. You can listen to podcasts on there. Well, I'd like to remind people that Amazon Music does have podcasts on there. You go to podcast, type in the Bourbon Road and subscribe to that. That'd be awesome if you could do that. We'd love to have some Amazon subscribers. So make sure you go and check that out. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on everything. We're on everything. Yeah. The next thing you want to do is scroll on down, though, to help us out and hit that five-star review. We're starting to get some of those, Jim. They're flowing on a regular basis. Yeah, so we appreciate our listeners taking time out of their day to come in and lift us up and let everybody know what they think about the Bourbon Road. Believe me, it makes a difference. It does. Uh, we get great guests on. We get great bourbon sent to us. Um, like my great friend Steve gave us this bottle. He knows that we're going to do justice to it. So, yeah. But if you don't, what's going to happen? I'm going to unleash the big, bad booty daddy of bourbon to come to your house. Heck, with him, he's going to bring the weeded king of Kentucky. We're going to bring some weeded bourbon. We're going to drink it like this wheat penny right here. Uh, we'll sit up all night discussing bourbon and how much you love the bourbon road. By the end of the night, you're going to give us that five-star review. They'll, they'll know what to write at that point, won't yeah, they? Yeah, oh, most certainly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we always want to know what you think. Like Mike said, leave us a review. Uh, but if you've got an idea for a show, you've got a comment about a particular show, whether you liked it or not, it's fine. We would love to have the feedback. You can always send us an email. I'm Jim at TheBourbonRoad.com. He's Mike at TheBourbonRoad.com. But you can always hit up our DM on Instagram. I'm jshannon63. I'm one big chief. And we'll see you down the bourbon road.